Ooh, fun facts, facts of fun with Allison and Caitlin. Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David. With me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin. Hi. And RJ. Hello. Awesome. Exciting to, to have you back. Uh, Caitlin was, well, let me, yeah. I, I feel like I'm all discombobulated all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm just going to tell you first, Fun Facts Live is brought to you by Tuner. That's the first time I think it's been brought oh. by Tuner. So the yeah. new one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So choose a scene, add some characters, and press record to start animating. Use your fingers to make your characters walk, run, dance, jump, swim, fly, grow, shrink. Everything you do on the touchscreen is automatically recorded in real time. Rewind and record a section. Add new characters. Emoji buttons. Show when your characters are happy, sad, angry. Um, use your voice, the built-in microphone, to make your characters talk, yell, sing or even make your own sound effects. Uh, mix and match characters, props, and scenes from a collection of tuner discs from artists around the world. Unleash your inner tune with Tuner, available now in the App Store and Google Play. So clearly that's not, <laughs> that's gonna, RJ is gonna fix that up. But, yeah, but you did not write that up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's, that's my poorly written copy. But it is, I gotta say, it's one of my, um, most proud, the, like the app I've written that I'm most proud of, it's not the most successful by far, but I just think it's really cool. Make tunes. It has the most organic traffic. It, it does. It's, it's kind of targeted toward kids, and um, if you search YouTube for Tuner, you can find all kinds of cool tunes really that kids have videos. made, which yeah. makes me really happy. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be updating Tuner soon um, with some new features, and one of the biggest is it's I'm going to change it to be free to play, because right now the 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 model was um, you have to pay to unlock the discs, and kids don't have money, so that was a really bad idea. So I'm going to change it. It's going to be free to play. You can watch an ad once in a while, and uh, otherwise everything will be free. So anyway, that's that's Tuner. Um, so let's see who should we get started with today how about caitlin you have it since it's been so long um caitlin, <laughs> all of two weeks <laughs> yes two weeks that feels like forever but yeah oh, uh, well, what, nice. <laughs> how did the how did the walk go oh it was fine i mean it was it wasn't like a competition or anything you know we just kind of it was at the um um where the patriots play um foxborough Foxborough, thank you. I was like totally blanking on the name of the stadium or the even, what is it, Gillette Stadium? Anyway, yeah. and we, basically we walked like around, it was like around the parking lot of the stadium. Oh. <laughs> um, I was so, in a big crowd. And there's also like a, there's like a shopping center there too. So it was kind of like around, it was like this big, it was like this two mile-ish loop around the whole, uh, around the whole thing. And it, my, my husband was, um, his company is one of the major sponsors okay. of it in the area. So um, there were, he had a group of, there were a group of his coworkers there that um, he was like, I don't know any of these people, <laughs> but um, so the coworkers he actually knew, I guess had gone to, they do like half a dozen different walks in the area for this. Oh, um, this was like the only one that worked where the timing worked for us. Okay. Um, and so 
his other coworkers had gone to different ones. Um, the one, the coworkers he knew had gone to different ones. So he's like, I don't know any of these people, but you know, we were all wearing the same t-shirts and stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, nice. yeah. So it was, you know, it was a nice excuse to get out on a, on a Saturday morning and the weather was a little cold, but, um, but sunny and yeah, nice. good cause and stuff. So, yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. What, uh, what fun fact do you have for us today? Uh, so my fun fact is inspired by the fact that we finally finished watching Ted Lasso. Oh, <laughs> what? That's and I awesome. Loved it. We never, got, we never <laughs> talked about I it. I loved it so much. I'm thinking about watching it again, but <laughs> it reminded me of something that I have wondered for a while. So we are, a, I do live in a soccer watching household um, okay. or football. It gets called football because it's like the European teams yep. um, that are, who get watched here. And so I've always kind of wondered why the goalies wear such drastically different uh, jerseys than the rest of the team. Mm, um, and this is, this happened, this is, you know, they do this in Ted Lasso as well because they're, you know, authentic about that <laughs> at least. And, you know, I, I was sort of like, okay, I, I get why maybe the goalie would want to wear a different color, why you'd want the goalie to wear a different color so that they're noticeable. But if the team's colors are red and blue and the team is wearing red, why doesn't the goalie just wear the blue color, right? Or, or vice versa, if it's, mm -hmm. you know, home versus away or whatever. Um, but I happened to kind of stumble across the answer a week or two ago and was like, oh, this would be a good fun fact. So it's, it is uh, to, to make the goalie more visible, um, for two reasons. And there are two reasons why you'd want to make the goalie extra visible. Um, be, one, so that hit their teammates can kind of see them easily out of the corner of their eye if they need to, and know where the goalie is. And also, so the referee can easily spot who is the goalie if he's not like in the box, right? Because he's the only one who's allowed to use his hands. So uh, if he sees a play, if the referee sees a player using their hands and it's, you know, clearly the goalie, they don't have to, you know, give them a red card, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but if they, but if it's, you know, basically so they can very quickly spot that's the goalie, it's legal or it's not. Um, but the reason that it's such a, a really distinct color is basically to be extra visible and also so that you, you know, avoid kind of getting mixed up with the other team because, you know, they're playing, all these teams are playing so many other teams and they have so many other colors that you have to like go outside of kind of the normal color schemes for most teams. And so that's why you get goalies wearing like neon pink or, you know, super or like neon green or something that's just completely different from anything you would see on the rest of the teams. Ah, cool. fascinating yeah. yeah yeah it makes a lot of so sense. so it's like it makes total sense once you once it's once it was explained i was like oh well duh yeah <laughs> that yeah. makes sense why why that would be but um but it's sort of the thing that like i don't know for me anyway it was one of those things where it was like oh until it was explained i you know didn't figure it out on my own so yeah anyway yeah it's a. Uh... That's interesting even that you you all watch it because I know mm -hmm. I don't know why it's like the most it's got to be like the most watched sport overall in the oh, world. Globally, yeah, I'm sure. But so. yeah. it just never has become popular to watch in the US. Um, well, that's cuz the you know, teams aren't as good as yeah. you know, they 
I don't know. I had a, I had Maybe a theory about why. Yeah, I did. Um, I have a theory that it's because it's such a low scoring game and, and Americans just don't have the patience. Uh, well, baseball's our national pastime. I was going to say, plenty of baseball <laughs> games are pretty low scoring. Yeah, but is baseball watched on Hockey TV a lot? Is usually pretty low, is, is usually mean, fairly like, low scoring. But I feel like those are games you don't really watch on TV, but yeah, you go. It's like um, you go out and you. Lots of people watch baseball. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's still way higher scoring. Like uh, it's normal for a soccer slash football game to be like one zero. Yeah. And yeah. that's and not really super normal in in like. I uh, mean, my theory is just that the U.S. has like the other the other the big four sports kind of got established first and there's just like no room left i see yeah I that's see. my theory okay. mainly okay i wonder if there's like but it's interesting who's... because so many you know so many kids play soccer probably more than right you know yeah. from a pretty young age compared to i mean certainly they're not playing football they're playing american football at that age right but then it just kind of i don't know it just peters out and you know the money's not there and I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's really odd. Yeah. Our best athletes do other things. Like yeah. our best, yeah. our best athletes don't stay in soccer. No, I guess, I guess maybe it is the, the money ultimately, yeah. but the money comes from or the fans the, and they won't, uh, maybe it's like in a catch 22 situation where like you said, it's just too far behind. They can never catch up. Yeah. But, uh, and the really good players just go and play in Europe. Yeah. So, Right. Until they're too yeah. old. Then they come here. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, I, I had to, you know, I worked in a tech company. So uh, a lot of, of Europeans and people from around the world, um, like Americans were, it was like in the minority. And so when um, World Cup season was on, the, all the conference rooms were were reserved for watching the games, and uh, I tried to get into it, um, but yeah, it, it took a while. I eventually did. I did start to enjoy it, but it took a long time to appreciate a game where there's just no scoring. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what are you supposed to get excited about if there's if nobody ever scores? Uh, close calls, I guess. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. It's an interesting game. I got to say, though, I really admire the players, like compared to American football, where um, they're super specialized and they can only do one. They can only play one position, do one thing. They're they're born bred <laughs> for this one role. And, uh, you know, every once in a while you get like a defensive player who has to run the whole field um and it almost kills him because he's all, he's all he normally does is just like stand there and block um compared to like this, the the soccer players who are just running non-stop what are to, you looking yeah. i'm just thinking what? of all of like the supplementary texts i'm gonna have to provide to you before you meet my brother at christmas oh yes <laughs> we just have to have like espn days yeah it's like i don't know i i don't have a lot of respect for american football i have to say but i'll try to contain it um but yeah it's just like you know we, we run for a few seconds and then we all take a break and we get in a huddle and we talk about it. And then, you know, anyway. Okay, enough. Well, basketball also, like, there's a little bit of running and then somebody gets fouled no, and you have to stop. So someone gets shoot a free throw. And, yeah. Like, 
but but, but soccer you know, has that too soccer is just go the whole time yeah 45 well, minutes well they do so, fake so, a lot yeah, they, they do fake a lot of falls but not not as much you're right it doesn't stop as nearly as often yeah yeah <laughs> y'all should watch rugby that's all i have to say yes <laughs> I, I don't understand that game but i do want to learn it but i don't even know where to watch it oh like, there's a great i don't know i guess i didn't watch it with you i don't know where you were when i was watching this no there's a, a good mm -hmm. um, documentary series about the uh, national rugby team of new zealand that I was very like engaging maybe we did watch it yeah. but i did not learn actually how to play the sport <laughs> still i still okay. didn't understand the rules after all that yeah um yeah but uh, yeah, I would like to learn rugby. That sounds hardcore, um, like serious athletes. But that that's, I don't know, that's getting, that's bordering on like, you know, bloody and gory and like almost mm, like watching. Yeah, it's uh, a little violent. Yeah. <laughs> you should ask, ask Jake about some of his rugby injuries. Like, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, he plays. Yeah, he played, oh, he used to play, he doesn't anymore. Maybe but one time I he can the... like come on and, and give me a summary of what, like how yeah. the game is played that would be so awesome because i have no way to. it's pretty yeah it's pretty straightforward like i learned it i was on the i was actually on the board of the team for a while i played touch one summer and decided it was not for me but i was on the board of the team um what like we we okay. were really into it for a while so like i've seen a lot of rugby games but uh it's it's entertaining, but like my favorite thing about it and his favorite thing, he likes to watch the, he'll sometimes send me these videos that are like compilations of rugby players, like just being really nice. Like <laughs> you go and beat each other up for 80 minutes. And then um, afterward, you all go have a drink together. Like there's not really the rivalries like American uh, football. It's like if like you're hockey. about their team, like I hate you. Yeah. Right. And his what? family's really into hockey too, but they're kind of the same. Like, if you if you support the other team, like we can't be friends, you know. But it's not like that in rugby. My oh, favorite is really a, nice. like a little kid on the field gets the ball, and all the guys like are running after him and like diving behind <laughs> him, like pretending like they're going to tackle him. And oh no, I missed! And I think at the end somebody picks him up and runs him over the <laughs> over the line so he can touch. And in in rugby, you actually do have to touch down the ball. And this yeah. bonus fun fact: that's where. American football came from rugby, and that's why it's called a touchdown. Because in rugby, uh, you actually have to touch yeah. the ball to the ground, and it has to be like intentional touch. So if you just fall, like it doesn't really count, or drop the ball, it doesn't count. But if you like intentionally touch the ball down, then you score. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah that's that, a fun fact. Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. Um, oh man, I had thought of another question about rugby, but I guess I'll I'll, I'll save it. We should we should definitely do. Um, a rugby session yeah like that'd learn, be fun. Yeah. learn how rugby to play 101. yes yeah. exactly rugby 101 that would be amazing there's your podcast title <laughs> for yes. next week <laughs> yes and then we have to do one on cricket too because i think that's an underappreciated game as well well i'm sorry In next next week has to be thanksgiving themed and then rugby oh, okay. can be okay. the week after okay yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. makes sense okay all right. Well, Allison, what what fun fact do you have for us today? Um, so my fun fact. <laughs> I have to say, I saw her. I saw to the corner of my eye earlier. She she has like some legal documents and some research oh papers or something. I was like, oh my gosh, this is not just a Wikipedia like article today. This is hardcore research. So I'm very curious. Um, so I feel like I've been on a little bit of a kick this in the past couple of weeks with like rats. 
and bats. <laughs> yes. So, oh dear. So today is pigeons. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it combines one of my other interests, which is art forgeries. <laughs> What? All right. How are you going to connect these oh, dots? We should, we should do an art forgery episode because I have a good story about an art forgery. Too. Oh, all right. Yes. Um, so at a, um, a university in Japan um, published a study in 1995 in the Journal of Experimental Analysis of Behavior um, that demonstrated that pigeons can tell the difference between paintings by Picasso and Monet. What? Yeah. What? So <laughs> pigeons have uh, not as uh, c complex as humans, but very complex responses to visual stimuli. Hmm. Um, so through kind of like repeated so socialization to paintings by the two artists, they could then discriminate of like who was the artist of which painting. And they can also discriminate between those paintings and paintings by artists of similar genres. Oh. So a pigeon could tell the difference between like a Monet and a Cezanne or a Picasso and a Matisse um, based on kind of understanding the um, like the object forms and the colors that wow. were used, um, which I thought was just pretty incredible. Um, and they demonstrate it by kind of like pecking and food rewards. Okay. But one of the interesting things is, um, so in Monet paintings, pigeons were able to identify objects, oh. like things, they were able to relate like the image in the painting to like an image in the outside world, huh. but they weren't able to do that with Picasso paintings. Okay. Like they, do, they don't understand cubism. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> if, if a, if a um, Monet is upside down, oh. a pigeon can't tell what it is. Because they oh. can't um, find the objects in it. Okay. But if a Picasso is upside down, they still know it's a Picasso because they don't associate it with objects. They oh. just associate it with the colors wow. and the forms. <laughs> so I thought That's that was very cool. I, yeah, I feel like they're more discriminating than I am about art. That's... Yeah. Well, I, I think it's just, you know, like learn, you know, they're, that's what keeps them safe is how they relate to visual stimuli in the mm. wild. So they have very, mm -hmm. very kind of discerning abilities. Oh, that is fascinating. I had no idea they were that smart because they just don't act that smart on the on the street. <laughs> well, you've never seen them in the Met. Like, <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I just, I thought that was, that was really neat that not only can they tell them from each other, but they can tell them apart from similar painters in the same genre. Yeah. And recognizing objects in a two-dimensional scene is is incredible yeah um and also yeah. like in an impressionist painting it's not super easy for no. even like a human to recognize <laughs> objects there but they they can do it wow that's that's fascinating yeah so they're, they're smarter than yeah uh, i uh, by far than i imagined we're learning about all sorts of animals that are um commonly perceived as like the goldfish with no memory who actually yeah. has a great memory yep the pigeon who's kind of the idiot of the street, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is a discerning uh, art connoisseur. Art, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. So it just, it just reminded me of, because uh, we, we recently watched a documentary about art forgeries yeah. and how, you know, like the, the painter's own son misidentified the painting as one his father definitely did. And it's like, pigeon wouldn't get fooled. Pigeon would be like, it's similar. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Fascinating. That, that All right. Really cool.
All right, so we've got uh, fodder for a couple of upcoming episodes. We got a rugby one, maybe a cricket one, and an art forgery one coming up. And Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, yeah. of course. Yeah. All right. Maybe uh, we should do rugby and cricket together because, like, okay. Yeah. Or we could do sports 101. Hmm. Yeah. European sports, sports like 101. Underappreciated <laughs> sports that are underappreciated that every, the rest of the world loves and Americans don't understand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can research yeah. snooker. I hear about that in a lot of British I think shows. It's snooker. To start it's with, snooker, not yeah. snooker. I think it's snooker. Mm-hmm. Lame. <laughs> I gave uh, up on yeah, that one. Then. So, yeah, that reminds me. Um, so, what other are there any other sports on that list? Table tennis. Oh, I mean, there's just okay. like look at what what's played at the Olympics that you're like, that's a thing. <laughs> Dressage. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. What about that dancing? ice, like? Sliding things on ice. Curling. Oh, curling. Curling. Yeah. I was like, Bob's that? <laughs> Sliding things on ice. I went the other way. Yeah, I went, for some reason, the first thing out of my mouth was going to be luge. And I was like, no, that's not what it meant. <clears throat> no, curling. That that looks fascinating. Okay. Uh, bowling is definitely American. Is it anywhere else? Maybe we could do the other way around, too. Like sports that are only played basically in America. Yeah. 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 Eh. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. (laughs) That's true. All right. Well, I think that's it for us today. RJ, does RJ have one? No. She said no. no. I I I missed that. Sorry. Yeah. Just the bonus one of uh, rugby scoring. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And a beautiful drawing of right now we're zoomed in on a pigeon, which looks super cool. And we got a very detailed. Yeah. Yeah, the Alzheimer's run and the so- that's an impressive soccer ball. Yeah, it say. is. Thank you. It's a little, and, it's a little wonky, but <laughs> no, I but, think uh, it's great. Not too bad. No, yeah, it's super cool. I'm gonna, I'll probably fill in some of the space afterward. I'm, I'm uh, not drawing super, super quickly today, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we'll uh, see it on uh, TikTok. Yeah, if you if you fill in a Picasso painting, just so you know, for the study, they only used representative artworks of the artist, so the pigeons don't know anything about Picasso's blue period. Got it. I don't know anything about <laughs> that either. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of TikTok, RJ, where can people find us? Yes. If you like the show, follow us on all social media. We're Hot Chai Games on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're not watching on Twitch right now, we're also Hot Chai Games there, where we stream the Match Solitaire Daily Challenge and then record this podcast with live art every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it for us today. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for us. Uh, Take care, everyone. See you next week. Bye. 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 Ooh, fun facts. Facts are fun with Allison and Caitlin.